Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of Basement Banter. This week, I'm joined by Andrew Blahut. How we doing? And Matt Blahut. You. And uh, happy Thanksgiving, first of all. I hope everyone... I mean, if you're listening now in the morning, I hope you have a great day. If you're listening at night, a little tuned up after your Thanksgiving festivities, hope you had a nice day and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is a weird one this year. Uh, the the families can't all gather together uh, by law. I don't know if you're listening to the law, and if not, I won't tell anyone. Don't worry. Um, but Thanksgiving always is. I feel like it really kicks off the exciting part of the year for me in my opinion holiday wise you know uh like fourth of july is fun but it kind of sticks out in the middle of the summer uh halloween is its own little thing i don't really i mean i'm not a, a major fan of halloween or whatever I, I i don't i don't care for it um and then you know like every other holiday is sprinkled out on its own little island but thanksgiving kind of kicks off the beginning of i guess is that is would you tie in thanksgiving to the holiday season yeah absolutely I mean, so when you say happy holidays, I don't think Thanksgiving's included in that. But I think uh, Thanksgiving is like the kickoff. It's like the MDW to summer, except it's the just kicking off all Christmas, all winter festivities, and uh, New Year's, obviously. How I think of Thanksgiving of with the holiday, I agree that that Thanksgiving is not technically tied in with the holiday season. But I consider it like, uh, you know, when uh, like British people, they commission a new ship. You have the person like the queen smash the bottle of champagne on the back of the boat. That's what I consider uh, Thanksgiving is the kicking off of the 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 holiday season. And yeah, uh, I, 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 it's just I love this part of the year. And I'm partially biased because my birthday also is in this part of the year as well. Happy uh, birthday, dude. Sunday. So if you if you're listening to this uh and it's past Sunday, then you just missed my fucking birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um Dude, I don't know though. I think Thanksgiving kinda gets glossed over. People start shopping for Christmas presents before Thanksgiving's even there. People start decorating their houses and stuff. The problem is how do you market Thanksgiving? Well, that yeah, no, Thanksgiving like kicks all that off because then you have Black Friday, Cyber Monday, everyone throws a deal for the next month. Thanksgiving's like tone setter. Yeah, you and re- you get off from work from it. So come on, you reunite with your family Eve, after a bit. Forget, I- in a normal non-COVID year, Thanksgiving Eve, oh, forget TGE. about it. Forget about it. That's that's probably like top two favorite What's- favorite holiday. TGE. I like that more than New Year's. Yeah, New Year's is as you get older. As you, some of you are in college now, so it's a lot more fun. But as you get older, you'll realize it's harder to, to tie in. Yeah, get everyone day. just another, another day. day. By on the clock. When you have kids, like dude, <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Matt knows by experience. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess now, especially since all of the cyber, like you said, it's Cyber Monday, Black Friday, and everything. It's so. I guess I see what you're saying, Andrew. I personally like it because I have a very big family. Some people might not celebrate. It's kind of you pick oh, and yeah, choose. I'm not, I'm not saying but, I don't like it. I no, love no, no. It, I know you, like, people gloss over it. It's, I know that's what I'm saying. But there are. It's because a lot of people don't necessarily live by their families. They do like a little friendsgiving with their friends. Um, or yeah. but like like for me personally, I'm in a big family, so I always have my tradition of going to getting together with my whole family and everything, and it's it's fun. But there are people that don't have like a big family, so it's kind of like oh whatever. I don't really do anything on Thanksgiving anyway. So, uh, but 
and also what I like about Thanksgiving is the different traditions. Andrew actually was telling me uh, yesterday about how you guys celebrate uh, Thanksgiving because we usually just do at my house the traditional turkey mashed potato stuffing and everything and andrew was telling me that you guys have the whole uh, cornucopia of foods there so why, yeah. why don't you uh, go into a little uh, little detail so we we obviously go with the and obviously matt you know he knows about it too because we eat thanksgiving together <laughs> but um so we, we have the traditional thanksgiving you know the stuffing mashed potatoes my personal favorite i love the mashed potatoes turkey obviously staple sometimes we'll do the ham sometimes we won't um, but yeah, but then we, we throw in both ethnicities. Um, my mom's side, she's Italian dad's side. He's Polish. So Polish side will go pierogies, kibasi, but definitely pierogies. We're housing those. And then Italian side, my uncle always makes a huge lasagna, huge. And then I don't know, is there, is there something else that I'm forgetting, bro? We kind of like, change it up every year, yeah. but you always have turkey, sometimes ham, sometimes we leave it out. You're you're making mac and cheese. Oh, I gotta this year, make so mac and cheese fire. this year, yeah. Um, yeah, just keep it simple, man. We watch football. I this year we got college basketball, so that's gonna be cool as well. Uh, there's gonna be a lot. When going does on. when does college basketball usually start? Is this like a, a weird time for it to start? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe because it because now, usually I think it. I don't. I remember. think it starts a couple weeks prior to right now yeah, okay. but it, it, i think we're more appreciative of college basketball season this year because we got absolutely robbed and this robbed, kind of goes yeah. full circle because Rutgers got robbed yeah yeah they did get robbed, robbed they really did appearance they too, did yeah. get robbed of that tourney appearance and hopefully this year this they're year. playing they're playing right now so hopefully they'll uh, be able to pull another rabbit out the hat and get back into the tournament um but I'm a lot more appreciative of uh, of sports this year because it comes full circle because this, not this time last year, uh, the beginning of this disaster, me and Matt were sitting here doing a podcast about how college basketball, how uh, the Ivy League was a disgrace for canceling their tournament so prematurely mm-hmm. and they were going to cause nothing but trouble for well, the tournament. Even, I don't <laughs> know if we were slandering them that bad, but <laughs> we weren't happy about it and we were also just like, giving people picks and stuff for the NCAA tournament. And then <laughs> probably when the podcast, uh, podcast came out, they canceled all the remaining conference tournaments and everything. Everything just went uh, – just everything just got destroyed. And then we were without sports for like two months. So that was unfortunate because there were some sick teams. And it's going to be another sick year of college basketball. I just don't ever remember having like Gonzaga, Kansas on Thanksgiving. I think maybe because I pushed a, a lot of those um, – Big time early earlier tournaments they pushed them back so maybe that's why we're seeing them like tomorrow right. we could see Arizona State Villanova at night um, Gonzaga Kansas I think during the afternoon so we got some sick games besides um, we have we have now two football games because Baltimore Pittsburgh um, the nightcap is canceled that's that sucks but uh, that was that one to me is the biggest just just the dagger to the heart because the other two games are. Whatever we got, Bro. what is it? We got Texans, and Lions, Lions, and then the Cowboys and the football <clears throat> team. Whoa, whoa, that's that's for the that's division, NFC, though, yeah, bro. That's, NFC's big that's time. for the division. Yeah, I mean the winners Lions, in first. This could have mattered for the Lions too, but they're they should have won last no, the week. Well, they shouldn't garbage. have won last week. They could have won last week, um, and they got absolutely destroyed by Carolina. They didn't have, I don't With think. PJ- a, PJ right? Walker, PJ Walker, yeah, yeah it was terrible. They didn't score a point. I don't think they were in the red zone for the whole game. Um, Are they missing anyone? 
Galladay, Swift. I mean, they were missing some skill players. Yeah, Galladay, but Swift were the two big ones that they were missing. Get shut down by Carolina, yeah. and I think Matt Patricia is probably fired after this year. I think in the beginning of the season, we talked about people on the hot seat, and he's one of them. Um, so and I your think boy Anthony Lynn. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Oh, I'm so glad they're not doing good because he needs to go. And Herbert looks great. So if they get a good coach, that's another thing. But I think Patricia's on his way out. Who knows who's going to come in there? But Detroit's been a dumpster fire for a decade now. Um, he's I don't think in another team that's been bad. So that's just a bad matchup. But at least they have Deshaun Watson. Are are the Vikings out now? That they the lost Vikings, to the Cowboys. That was a they're brutal. Kind of that was a brutal loss for them. Like I feel like yeah. they couldn't afford. I think they're done, right? They're not done, but they're almost done. I their mean, goose is cooked, six. or should I say, their turkey is cooked? Uh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, yeah, I think that I don't know. I I would give the NFL a lot of credit for actually being able to maneuver through this season so far with some semblance of normality, because I thought that they were going to be toast. Because I think the key for them was to do bubbles. And the fact they didn't, I thought they were uh, playing uh, chance, like really ro- playing Russian roulette with their season. And they've been doing all right. I, I don't know how it's going to end up coming down to the wire. Same thing with college football. Um, but at least, at least I will be able to sit down on Thanksgiving completely full and be able to watch uh, football. And basketball is going to be a nice plus. I don't know if I've... I don't know if I've seen. Has there ever? Dude, been I'm telling you, there there's never been this many big college basketball games on Thanksgiving. I hope this becomes like a future tradition because they got some really cool games on, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to be watching. Because dude, if their viewership goes up, you know, yeah. it's all about that green. They might, yeah, they might especially the NCAA. They don't even pay anyone; they just collect. Am I completely tweaking, or do we usually also get some NBA basketball on Thanksgiving we most years, though? We like NBA, but I don't know if people no, really pay do you? attention. I think, I think we do, because... No, the, NBA because starts, like, after uh, Halloween. Like, before Halloween. We're, we're, we're going yeah. to get NBA for Christmas this year, right? That's uh, what. That's the that's first. Like that's the first lane. week that we're going to yeah, get them. Like the twenty, the twenty third is the first. Uh, is the first week that we're going to get a but taste. Is, isn't that a big weekend for the NBA? Don't they usually do like big things on Christmas or like? Yeah, Christmas. No, week? Christmas Day. Christmas yeah. Day games. What do they just do? Like big rivalries or big matchups for yeah, those days? Yeah, or? they they put like yeah they throw like four or five games on it all day. Nice. But I think NFL's got some Christmas games if I'm not mistaken. That'd be uh, a pretty big game changer there. Uh, which one call it? But uh, which one? Back to actually, no. Wait, before we move on, because now now we're here. Now we're in this position. We might as what? well talk about it. No, I, as I said, we might as well talk about football while Let's we've uh, while our uh, cars mm-hmm. parked here. Um, I mean, as exciting as these games are, who we think? I think that I think that uh, the Texans are going to get the win in that first time slot, just because I think that the, the Lions. The culture is so bad at this point. They have a they have a couple of players that are big for them dinged up, um, and I don't know. I just I just sense that the Texans are trending in the right direction. Could pull out the dub there, and then that could finally be the straw that broke the camel's back for Matt Patricia, um, because you know he has decent weapons. Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones aren't slouches no, I mean, uh, out again though. i know but I, i'm saying that i mean he hasn't been hurt this whole entire season uh hawkinson is an, is a big time tight end uh and then you have swift adrian peterson and carry on johnson's good too he's i know but I, matt yeah. stafford just, obviously dude, and then he was supposed bad. to be their defensive guru and then they haven't they've just been terrible yeah they, I, 
I feel like they've always just been in the same. They've always had the same record. Mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> they've always mediocre. been mediocre. And I think I think you touched on it with your last point. There is Patricia supposed to be this defensive guru. So you give all of those excuses. Galladay's out. Swift's out. Um, and maybe your offense stutters. But throughout this season, last season, and probably Patricia's whole career with the line so far, the defense has just not been there. Um, so it's terrible again this year, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And <clears throat> if you're there and you're a defensive-minded coach and your defense has been terrible, then what are you doing there anymore? And I think that's what Detroit's probably going to ask themselves after this season. I mean, they're a bottom 10 defense again, uh, and they're probably going to end up that way. Uh, and I, there's really no excuse why this team shouldn't be in the playoff hunt with Matt Stafford and, and company. So they're just wasting away his career. I think Patricia's gone after this year. Regardless, I, they, I don't think they could save it. They're not going to run the table. So um, I think this team's done. Uh, Houston, at least they have Deshaun Watson. They don't have a lot of picks to go from. Uh, they do have a big coaching decision at the end of the year. We'll see how it goes and who they select. But. At least they have something to look forward to now that Bill O'Brien's gone. Um, and I think Detroit will kind of be in a similar situation after they fire Matt Patricia next year. And going off of what you said, we were talking about in the beginning of the season how uh, Detroit Lions could have been the dark horse to steal the division. Yeah. Uh, I, I was always high on the Packers. You weren't. So uh, very quickly, let's just yeah. see how it's going. You we weren't high Wait, on the Matt, Packers. Matt said the over-under for wins. Vegas wasn't, wasn't high on them either. The over-under was... was the over/under was nine wins, yeah, nine and wins. I think they're at nine they wins. They won or thirteen eight games wins. last year. Am I, am I know, no, I know. I mean, you're late to the party here with this conversation, oh, but wow. yeah, they they were they had thirteen yeah, wins last year, and that was my reasoning. And they're they have like what one or two wins to go, and then they're gonna have that. Yeah, they're more, easy. They're, they're, they're probably gonna be push. an eleven, twelve win team this year. Yeah, their schedule's not hard, and they're probably gonna be again like like we did last year. Um, they're probably gonna be a team that I fade going forward in the playoffs as well. I mean, I faded him this past week against the Colts, and that worked out well. It's just uh, no, no, no. You're big on the Colts. That's why I am you faded big on him, the Colts. Not because you're down on Green I, Bay. I am big on the Colts. I'm also down on Green Bay's defense. Uh, their defense has always been soft, and we saw it in in the biggest moment on the biggest stage in the NFC Championship game last year. And they haven't really added many pieces to that defense, especially along the defensive front that make me think there's going to be any difference makers if they come to that situation next uh, this season. If they have to go up against New Orleans, um, the Rams, again, uh, Rams, so they're lucky. San Rams Fran, look good. San Rams Fran's look like a different team than last year. They mm -hmm. look they look like they're on a mission. They look like they're a contender again. Yeah. No, they are a contender. I mean, they are legitimately a contender. They can be the number one but seed. But last year they didn't look that great. No. They didn't look no, that great. They this had, year they were banged up. It looks different this year. I mean, last year they didn't look that great, and I think they finished up at like 9-7, and seven, so they weren't even that terrible. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, they're a good team. I think uh, that's another team where their offense may look better in some situations than it really is. I think their defense is really good. I think their defense is a top three defense, and that's going to keep them in games all season long. Jared Goff, if you can get pressure on him, um, then you can put the Rams in some trouble. If not, you're going to have a long day because he'll just yeah. tear up your zone defense, and we saw that uh, against Tampa Bay recently. Exactly. And then just tying back to the uh, the Lions talking about defenses, I was gonna I forgot my point for a second, but now you brought up the uh, Rams defense. And that the one thing that we were talking about with Matt Patricia obviously being the defensive guru, uh, and not only that, but the fact that he is the defensive guru and he is he 
not only did not was not able to lure more defensive pieces into join his Detroit Lions uh, well, he defense, he too. lost he lost a lot too. Darius Slay gone. Yeah. Uh, Ziggy Ansa once again. It isn't that he was. Well, Darius Slay's not doing too hot anymore yeah. anyway. And I believe they traded him away, but he did grab some people from the Patriots and. I don't know what to say. Like, I, at some point, you got to stop making excuses for him, and he's just got to do his job and coach well. And in that division, um, there's no reason why they shouldn't be a 500 team. And if they're a 500 team going into this game tomorrow or today, whenever you're listening to this podcast, they're a game out of a playoff spot, potentially looking at going over 500 at 6-5. and five. I mean, that's a huge game, but instead they get shut out by Carolina with a backup quarterback. And they're lucky that game wasn't thirty-five nothing because I believe they had PJ two Walker interceptions threw, thrown in the end zone. Yeah, exactly. And you don't make it in the red zone once uh, against Carolina's bottom bottom ten defense, which is literally they're like the most rebuilding team I've ever seen. They just drafted all defensive players this year. I, at some point, you gotta stop making excuses. I think Matt Patricia's time is is gonna be up at the end of this year. Yeah, maybe even at the end of this week. I don't know. I so. I would say that, but uh, just the way the season's going, there are haven't been a lot of coaches fired in season. Like you thought, Adam Gase is going to be fired. No, no, no. I think Matt they're, Patricia they're there, could, he's there for fired. a reason. Adam yeah, Gase is there to help them. Yeah. The hell, uh, the captain goes down with his ship. But him, Anthony Lynn, like the list goes no, on a, a of lot coaches. Of, a lot of coaches have been fired. Who? Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. There's another. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. But he he's living on borrowed time after last year. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I I th- I think he's gone. And I think they're just going to keep him for the rest of the year. Because at some point, you got to think, who else are you going to bring in and step up? And yeah, they're just going to keep really him for the rest of the year. There's no point. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's going to be interesting so, yeah, so, season. So man. we're saying Houston, though. Houston, and then I'm also... I'm saying Houston, too. I, yeah, Houston, like, what, what, what's this, three, do we, Houston what, minus three. Minus Houston three. minus three, I would hammer. Because Deshaun Watson's a lot more of a game-breaker than P.J. Walker. So uh, I, Matt, I, Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. No, I know, but I'm saying uh, that he uh, the, go against uh, the yeah, against yeah, the Lions' yeah, yeah. defense that Dude, couldn't Houston handle P.J. Walker, I mean, and I know Houston that Deshaun Watson is not going to be throwing yeah. two interceptions in the red zone in the end zone. So yeah, I feel like hasn't Houston been in most games too? They've been in a lot of games. So Deshaun Watson's good. They just took and away we all of his weapons. He's very good. We know that he's good. They have good pieces um, offensively. It's just their defense is absolutely terrible. They they have no pass rush. And they're um, poorly coached. Yeah, and they're they poorly coached. Coach. I mean, we're talking about – you thought Detroit's defense is bad. I think Houston's right neck and neck with Cincinnati and Jacksonville. So that's when you know things aren't going too hot. So the defense can't stop anyone, which is maybe we'll get some points tomorrow. Um, fast forwarding to the NFC East battle, though. Uh, it should be an interesting game, but I got a question for you guys. I mean, I'm looking at the NFC East board right now. Every single team is plus money. Who's who's winning the East? Oh, you, wait, you mean NFC Every East for team. the division? Eagles, Washington, whoever you want to bet. The who's Eagles are a favorite at just over plus 150. So I would bet anyone else but them. I think, the, I think the, as shocking as this is, and you're going to know Andrew, Andrew's. I was going to say the Giants. New York Giants. No. Because you know what? I shocking for them. It's not shocking. Uh, my, and for my reasoning is that. Carson Wentz is trending in the wrong direction, and I think that it's also... No, no, he's uh, been in the wrong direction. I know. He's I, I, terrible. I know, and I'm saying that also the fact that he's just having all this negative energy feed off of him. They've been talking about it literally every day on ESPN. They talk about Carson Wentz going in the wrong direction, or as Max Kalman would like to say, he's like the garbage of the NFC East right now. Um, 
Cowboys got a got a, a rough a rough break with Dak Prescott, um, and they haven't been able to. I don't know if Mike McCarthy's the guy for them. Uh, he looked good last game. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. He, if he yeah, can we'll make a run here. Ends. And then also uh, the the Redskins were a process going into this season. Or the the football team is yeah, <laughs> my apologies. Some respect. My apologies. Uh, but. Um, yeah, I think that they were. I think they were always going into the season weren't supposed to be the team that was going to top the NFC East, and I still don't think they are. Even though I'm a big fan of Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio, and I think they have some pieces. Their defensive line probably could be one of the best in the NFL. Uh, but I think the Giants is a team that always hangs tough in every game. Their culture this year has trended up immensely. I like the way that they're playing tough every single game opposed to last year where they'd be down by a touchdown and they would just start throwing those terrible swing passes. I was telling Matt from the beginning of last year when I first started the show, Pat Shermer is the worst play caller in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. And look how great he's doing at Detroit or in uh, Denver right now. Garbage. Hot garbage. Not shocking at all. That fat fuck uh, oh, Belcher, oh. the defensive coordinator. Where is he now? He's probably, gone, right? uh, gonna, probably okay. He's probably serving uh, friggin' uh, bagels at Dunkin' Donuts on the weekends now. He's garbage. And then... Uh, but you know what, Joe Judge, I was I was very skeptical. He, they may not be a winning team right now, but I feel like he's having them go in the right direction with fighting hard until the very end of games. And there are a few Daniel Jones turnovers away from being a an actually decent team. That's that's exactly it. They're they're actually a decent team. Their defense can hold their own. They have a lot of good playmakers on defense. They have a lot of good playmakers on offense. Their offensive line is pretty shaky. But all of their games come down to Daniel Jones' turnovers. He doesn't have any turnovers in the Eagles game. Guess what? They win the game because he didn't turn the ball over once. Every other of these close games where they, they've lost, I don't know, like four or five games by one possession. And it's all because, Daniel of, Jones is all given. because of Daniel Jones' turnovers. So the fate of their winning the division, whatever it is, is kind of rests on his shoulder. If he doesn't turn the ball over or if he doesn't minimally make little mistakes, then... They'll be all right. I th I think I agree with you though. I think if I had to lean to one, I mean we'll see we'll see what happens this week. If Cowboys beat the Redskins tomorrow, then I'd lean them because then that means that they can win two games in a row. That means they're a winning team. Last week wasn't just a fluke. But otherwise, I'd lean Giants because I think the Eagles are terrible. I think they're horrible, yeah. and I don't think the Redskins they don't they just don't have the offensive weapons right now. They have Alex Smith, who's looked pretty no. good, but yeah, they, but don't, they, they were, don't have it together. They were yet. never they were never going to be like, the team. I like their coaching though. I like no, coaching. I love I their they're coaching. They're doing a good job there. Yeah, no panic button for them. They were always not going to be too great. I, I don't know exactly. about the Julian Haskins thing about pulling him already, but I, I think they're trending in the right direction. But this game, uh, this game tomorrow could actually mean a lot because like we said the eagles are like uh have complete stage fright now and are just completely choking away the division that they were supposed to just be able to run away with ever when uh, dak prescott went down with his season-ending injury um and then the giants you know daniel jones if he keeps fumbling the ball then they could go from being a team that could win win then like go and win a few more games this season or they could win no more games this season depending on he how he plays uh so this game could mean the world tomorrow uh, I know you guys are biased as cowboy fans. 
I know a lot of you. Dude, trust me, we're not biased this season. <laughs> we're we're not we're not a good team without Dak. So who do you think wins tomorrow? I th- honestly think that the Cowboys could win the game tomorrow. Uh, the matchup's kind of sketchy because you guys are a run team. I would say I would say it's completely even. I'm not even going to touch the game or bet it because if you told me the Cowboys win tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised. If you told me Washington wins tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Alex Smith, he's been playing good last two games. He's been throwing all over the place. Their offense has been kind of clicking. Their defense the is pretty good. Players the comeback player of the year. All right. Yeah, I, I hope he wins it. I hope he wins it. He deserves it. But, I mean, yeah, I it, it's a toss-up. We'll see. I mean, we, we've really only seen Andy Dalton play good in one game, and that was last week. So it really rests on his shoulders if we could score points. So I don't know. We'll see. And you're in uh, agreement, Matt? Yeah, bro. What do you think about this? I yeah. feel like you got to break this down. I think – I mean, I think we should win it. Um, it was a very gritty win at Minnesota. And really, Minnesota team that was red hot coming in, uh, coming into that game as well with their playoff hopes on the line. So that was a big-time win. I like the way the offense stepped up. Uh, the defense looks okay. I don't like the secondary. Well, it looks much better. It looks much better but, than it did before. Dude, we were letting up like 40 points a game. And we it's didn't terrible. really stop Minnesota until the end. Um, but, again, Washington doesn't. They have Terry McLaurin. Other than that, they don't have Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook lining up against you. So we don't have to worry about those kind of things. I don't – I. I don't think Alex Smith's that good, and I do think the Washington defense is a bit overrated. I think they have a strong pass rush. I don't think their secondary is very good. When they go up against good teams, they don't they don't play that well. And, I mean, just two weeks ago, uh, they were at Detroit, and Matt Stafford threw all over them, and then Detroit goes to Carolina and can't even get in the red zone. So you kind of fill me in on what's going on there. The last game they really played a great defensive performance was against Dallas, and they knocked out Andy Dalton in the second half. And Ben DiNucci had to come in. So <laughs> we, we know so, how he turned out. So. so I don't know what to expect there. I do think the defense has been playing a bit better. Um, I'm feeling good about Dallas, but uh, Washington, play, I mean, it's a divisional matchup, so it's always going to be tough. Um, and I think if Dallas does win this, they do have a really good shot to win the division. Well, they're, they're, they're first if they win, right? Yeah, but I mean, they're neck and neck with the Eagles. The thing is, the Eagles' schedule is tough. Um, I agree with you a bit on the Giants. The Giants' defense has really stepped up all season, but I think the offense is something to watch out for just because you don't turn it over uh, against the Eagles. And, uh, I mean, Washington, they, they played okay, but Danny Dimes seems to have Washington's number. But just because you don't turn it over against the Eagles, who haven't really been playing well at all, doesn't mean it's going to translate to games later in the season. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz didn't turn it over that game, and then he absolutely – play terrible the next week against the Browns without Miles Garrett and without Denzel Ward who got hurt. So I just think because Dimes had one good game, I don't think we should, just same as Dolan, I don't think we should have that translate over to the next week. Now they should beat the Bengals, um, but then they got Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, and the Ravens. Oh my so God. I don't know how many more wins the Giants get after that. So that's why I think well, if, they, good if thing the Cowboys there's no can Joe beat Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yeah. So yeah. good thing they get. Yeah, who's so there, this is Joe must, Burrow's back up. This is they're starting Brendan Allen this week. So I no, Giants should win this week. If they lose this week, they might as well pack it in. Um yeah. but the Cowboys, if they win, they they have a legitimate shot to win the division. I think they could run it at least maybe get to eight and eight and save some face for the NFC East. Eight and eight. <clears throat> if they go to eight and eight, that would be a wild turn of events. Because we look like the worst team in football three weeks ago. Yeah. 
No, that's fair. Um, Anything's possible. I mean, yeah. it could come down so, to the last so, two divisional matches. So, are we all in agreement on the uh, the Cowboys too tomorrow? So we're gonna go. We're gonna stay in Texas. Big. Uh, I'm. De- wow. I definitely wouldn't. So Houston, I'm okay with betting spread. I definitely wouldn't bet Dallas minus three. I, I'm not saying I would bet on them. I, I just think oh, they'll okay. win. No, but so I would bet if, on. I would bet Houston. I'd throw. If like, I were to bet one right now, should I parlay Cowboys money line with Houston minus three? Yes. I'd what's, even what's I'd the even over unders on these guys. I would go I would go over I'd go over on Texans minus three <clears throat> and then Cowboys. Troy can't score. I know, but yeah, I think fifty and a half. I mean, Houston doesn't play defense. Oh, uh, Washington. 50. And All right, Dallas. well maybe fifty and a half. All right, maybe let's pump the after a team that just put up a goose egg. Bounce back game. I don't know. <laughs> Bounce back game. I, I don't know if I no. could. I don't know if I could put Is my Holiday and Swift back. No, Swift might be Galladay's not. Cause Swift looked good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I guess. Not, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm I, not I, we're not gonna that. touch yeah, it. Ah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So that's that we have. A, we have. A, I mean, it's a, it's a. Dis- I was just gonna say it was a disappointing, a disappointing uh, mm. loss there because that was the real one that people were gonna be situated yeah, your team after. Couldn't. It's not get, my, yeah, I know, but what you're yourself together with COVID. You're talking to me as if I'm like the team's fucking medical advisor. I don't know what it's the hell team. those people are doing. And that's why I thought they should be in a bubble because I don't think that you should be able to just wander around these big cities around the I, country. I don't think they're allowed to do that. I think they're keeping it yeah, on like, a tight ship. Like they're they're keeping it together for yeah, the season. I mean, but otherwise, gonna, if you're, they you're, were able to wander around everywhere, go to bars and clubs, then there we'd probably you think have a, a bunch much of worse you think problems. if if someone told you, Andrew, you're not allowed to go leave your house for eight months would you do I, it so if, if i'm getting saying. paid millions of dollars and that's my job and i d- also don't think you wouldn't have a little probably they're, they're still allowed to like do things just maybe not you have a gr- go yeah bars and clubs i was gonna, say, was gonna say you have like a girlfriend obviously but like if you're like a single 20 something year old pinned up in your million dollar loft you're not telling some girl to come over you're not hitting someone up yeah, sliding I mean, that's, in DMs. Still, that's still completely different than like your risk of getting COVID there is a lot lower, and I and I'm so I'm sure they're allowed to do that. Maybe I don't know, but uh, yeah, it was a dis- it's disappointing that disappointed to take yeah. the. Uh, we disappointing. got it Sunday though. Yeah, like, we have Sunday. Is it confirmed Sunday though? It is Sunday as of right now. Uh, but you know, like that's like the thing. I was exciting because that's like the thing with yeah. Thanksgiving is that like you know like you go and you have dinner and everything, and then you're able to sit down after dinner. You know, you sit with like your dad or like whatever your uncles, whatever. Uh, family and you watch football afterwards. You watch it before, like like you're hanging out, like what, having what some. What time drinks. are both games? What time are the two games? It's now that you're twelve thirty four thirty. Then it would have been, been like yeah. Oh, so that uh, would have been nice. But that's I mean, it would have been a nice nightcap to the day because you have the Thanksgiving dinner and then you're able. That's like in that grace period between dinner and then dessert. You're having drinks and you're hanging out and everything. And that would have been a nice way to wind down the night. Um, but I, I mean, I mean I, I'm excited for tomorrow. Not only the games, but just being able to get out there or uh, to hang out. And uh, I think it should be a nice day tomorrow. I don't know. It said it was going to no, rain earlier in the gonna, week. I think it's going to rain, but it'll be warm. Oh, it's yeah. Break, it still says nice. it's going to. It's going to be nice for the rest of the day. It's going to be in the 60s. So hopefully, if we get a little uh, break Wait, in the storm. When's it supposed to rain tomorrow? Tomorrow, we'll all day. If we get a little uh, break cap. in the action, it's going to be in the 60s. So if you have a little uh, canopy in your backyard, go out there and hang out and enjoy the uh, the nice weather. But. Oh no! Yeah, I was I, I was just sitting here thinking about it. Now, what's the proper way of having drinks on Thanksgiving? Because I don't think you could drink beer throughout the day on Thanksgiving. We go wine. 
Yeah, I was right. Gonna, yeah, we wine's, yeah. Yeah. wine's even ambitious. No. no, so not during the. I feel like I'm not waking up and watching the Lions Texans with a glass of wine. Not until <laughs> food comes. I was not gonna say food, food is the when you I first think when once you first the appetizers yes. start pop, popping. Yeah, that's up, that's, that's what I, no, no, that's I agree. I think when the appetizers come out, then you have a glass of wine, and then you sit down have dinner, and then after dinner, then I think you could crack a couple beers. But it's hard. You have to plan out your Thanksgiving drinks very carefully. Because if you start drinking beer too early in the day with appetizers, you're going to be too full for dinner and it's going to mess you up. And then you're going to be full from trying to eat on top of being full from beer. And then you can't really, then you're just kind of like a big blob and you fall asleep too early and you miss the night game. Um, you miss the night basketball games and everything. Do you eat breakfast? No. Before they, no? No. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a Me little too. light thing. Maybe some fruit or something. Maybe like an apple. I won't. Uh, I, I get excited. Coffee. I won't touch anything. I do the coffee. Because I'm too excited. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, because, no, no, and I first of all, not only that, the whole kitchen is taken up from all the food. You cook anything? Me personally? You personally. No. I, I'm, I'm more of the, uh, I'm the errand boy. My parents would be like, we need mm. this, 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 okay. this, this. I disappear from the house for a while, gather everything that we, can, we need, bring it back. Uh, if we need stuff during Thanksgiving, I'll go and do stuff. Like, so so when will you start drinking? Uh, I, I probably would agree with Matt. Maybe a glass of wine before dinner. During dinner, maybe a couple more glasses. And then afterwards, then you spice it up. Then you could pivot Red or white? Beer. What Red. goes with turkey? Because I know. Oh, that's, that's yeah, interesting. White. I'm not a white wine Online guy. Educated. I'm not sure. I don't mind white wine, but I would say a white meat would probably call for a white wine. Yeah, I think and I then usually go. Would we usually go like a little Riesling? Wow, we have lots of red too. I think we mix. I think we mix. I, I, all right. I, I would. I usually go. Uh, I, I don't really drink uh, white too often. Chardonnay. I think Chardonnay would be a little too buttery for Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, Pinot Grigio might be a good one. It's nice, crisp, sharp. Uh, you have it with your dinner. It, it kind of would help with the with the nice gravy, turkey, mashed potatoes, all heavy stuff Stop. to have a nice, crisp, light white would go very well with the dinner. Fast uh, forward me to tomorrow. I'm already so and then excited. during during and then afterwards, as we're sitting here, we're having hot apple cider. Shout out to my mom that provided them for us. We had an apple hot apple cider. Put a little bit of whiskey in it, and it's delicious. You can't eat right. I, I don't want to be very uh, good. No, it's very yeah, good. It's, I was I was very impressed. It's a nice one because sugar rim, especially u- usually, and on a day like tomorrow where it's going to be crappy and rainy. Even though we were just talking about how it's going to be nice, <laughs> little uh, little uh, flip flop there right off the bat. Uh, if it's going to be raining tomorrow, you're going to be stuck inside. That's a nice drink to have. And warm did you, you up. just did you just text your MVP rankings right now in the middle of the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want Do you want to hear these real quick, Brown? Just quick caveat. Sure. He goes one Mahomes, two Rogers, three Derek Carr, four Wilson, five Aaron Donald. Yeah. Okay. Is that a troll? No, no, no. The Derek Carr is not a troll. No, it's my rankings. The Derek Carr is they actually not a troll. They change every week. This but is after week eleven. But you really think Derek Carr? Dude, he played well. You're right. You're the no, problem. You're right. The problem is, is that well. like we were talking. It's it's the, it's the media. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has a similar problem with. Um, LeBron James, where they're always sort of performing at such a high level that they could re- reasonably win the. Isn't this his third full year? Yeah, yeah. It's his third full year. He could Crazy reasonably girl. win. So how is he getting the LeBron he won MVP? Be- because he he's so dominant. He's, he's throws all over the place. I know he's disgusting. Two interceptions, and he actually could win when he gets to the big game Two too. Interceptions. Yeah, and it's gonna know, be great. He could he could win every year, but it's just a matter of them just being such big time players. Whoever there. let him and Andy Reid happen was not cool. That's nice. No. 
But I mean, who knew at that point? But yeah, or we gotta we gotta get back. Oh uh, yeah, just we uh, uh, we're, 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 yeah. Um, but I you know, I was gonna say a little white wine uh, with dinner, and then afterwards, then you go for the beer. You go for the you go for the nice drink. I maybe go. I don't know if I do beer. I don't know if I. That's like kind of my thing with beer is that you it's so filling, and you're having such a filling dinner that mm-hmm. if you have a few, be- if you have like three beers, you're, you're so you're bloated, you and can. you're not going to be able yeah. to push on. I don't think I can. I don't think I usually do beer on Thanksgiving, just because, like you just said, that's that's a tough mix. All that food with beer on top of it. I agree. And then not only that, then you have dessert coming down the pipe. You have pie. You have cake. You have different what's your, what's ice your cream. Dessert for, for, for us, we do we do a different couple different kind of pies. We have a pumpkin pie, apple pie, blueberry pie uh, coming down the pipe. Uh, warm them up a little bit. Get some ice cream on the side of that as well. Uh, those also, if you, you if you're drinking beer, you can't do those. So you, you stick with wine, I think, throughout the day. Uh, maybe some cocktails. You have the hot apple cider going. Uh, wine, I feel like also wine's a good family vibe drunk, if that makes sense. It's, yeah, because it isn't, you can't chug beer. Like, people, the problem is sometimes people get too ambitious and start crushing beers at family events, and that's where shit goes south. That's what, you know, like, it's a very even-keeled uh, little dance, that little uh, little mamba you have going on there when you're when you're going through a family party. If you start chugging beers, then you start going, you start teeter-tottering the wrong way. People are like, you know what, let's do shots, and then it's over. You don't. Never I ends mean, well. Yeah, because then you could always not drink. But then when you're drinking, wine is probably the safest uh, course because you you can't get you don't get nuts bouncing off the wall when you're drinking wine. You could. You could. It takes a while. It takes, I don't it know. Takes I think we're just saying it from this point of view because we never really got wine drunk. Well, the problem is too what? is that parents parents are steady hands. Yeah, like a surgeon. What do you, like, what do you mean? Never really got wine like drunk. Like when we went out. To party, we didn't pregame with the Franzia box. <laughs> I Some beg to differ. Do I don't. Well, I, I, don't I don't show I up. I don't show that. up to the pregame with a bottle of Pinot nah, Noir. I think the last two Thanksgivings, I've been absolutely wine whacked. Wine whacked is uh, wine whacked is fun. Right. Wine hungover. No, you'd wow. rather. I feel like oh, you need to also, take a drill like to your head to get some relief, relief some bullshit. of the, the pressure from White your head. Moscato with all that sugar. Yeah. That's why you have to stick with a cap. I, I would say dinner definitely white. I'd say pivot to a, a red for dessert. Wind down the night. Then from there, then you jump ship. You go cocktail. After you go cocktail, then maybe one or two beers, and then that's a night. You call it. Pull the plug. That's it. I, I I think that's probably fair, right? Yeah, I think that's okay. Right. I, I feel I, like you wine... Don't get it, you don't get it. Basically, what we're getting at. What were you going to say, Matt? No, I just think like wine, like you, you open up a glass of, or pour a glass of wine... Uh, when the appetizers start coming out and you don't finish it and you bring it to the dinner table, then you finish it, then you get another. And I feel like you don't get too crazy. I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I just think that I think the key that the key is don't be a hero. You don't just don't go try to be like, oh, like, oh, my cousins are here. Let me try and impress them. Start crushing beers. No, you go. I think you go wine, get through dinner. Then you turn it up the tempo a little bit. If you if you're really feeling it, if everyone's having a good time, then you start turning up the tempo. Maybe you slip in some mixed drinks there. And go from there. But and I don't think, like you said, Andrew, beer is a terrible decision on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So to th- th- wrap things up here, because we've been chewing your guys' ear off for a while. I'm sure your families are screaming from you as you're sitting in your bed listening to this. Come help us make the fucking turkey. 
go get the dishes go pick up your aunt sally from the train station so to wrap things up what is your what is the i'm not talking about the turkey because i don't think anyone's favorite is the turkey what is the best dish on the thanksgiving table for me mashed potatoes Ma- gun to head potatoes. mashed potatoes mashed potatoes i will eat that's actually all i am looking forward to homemade mashed potatoes because you want to know why you never get them like i never get mashed no. potatoes other like maybe once another time in the year but like it's homemade mashed potatoes you're getting it once a year it's thanksgiving and they're so good you throw the brown gravy over it oh my god and and you just watch they like, intermingle oh, with everyone too they're they're so they're a good, good they're a good teammate with everyone so good. the cranberry sauce is kind of a prick when it starts getting into I actually things don't it shouldn't think get into likes mashed potatoes yeah i don't eat mashed potatoes. he doesn't what's your what's, so what's the what's the what's the he's gonna say something you? really dumb. i'm gonna well i mean for tomorrow i'm putting the mac and cheese is probably gonna be my favorite dish when was the last time I made the mac and cheese? No, I'm saying tomorrow it's going to be. I just know it already. If we have pierogies, I love yeah, pierogies. Yeah, you know I'm cooking it up. The mac yeah, and cheese, so you got to make. It's going to be fun. So so I kind of got this mac and cheese thing strung on me because I made it for my sisters. Like, I think Samantha, my youngest sister, she was having some friends over like two and a half years ago. And they asked me to make mac and cheese. And I whipped up a recipe and like you got to make a roux with like butter and the flour, add in whole milk, then heavy cream, then add in the shredded cheese, like three different cheeses. I think I'm using cheddar, guerre or however you pronounce it. And that's a better of a pronunciation. And, and, that yeah. And Monterey Jack are the three Ooh, that I'm using tomorrow. Right. And then and then that basically makes a sauce. And then some people use elbow pasta. I like to do the shells. And then you kind of just make the shell pasta, put it out in like a nice baking pan or baking, I don't even know what you call it, it's like glass. Pour the cheese sauce over it that you made, bake it in the oven with some breadcrumbs, cheese on top, bang, done. But yeah, they asked for it again, so I'm going to make that tomorrow. And it's going to be banging. All right. And then but what? Yeah, a, but mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, definitely. The, the best teammate Matt, of the all. Are mom. you going to throw hot sauce on the mac and cheese? Maybe. Ambitious. I'll have some first just regular. Ambitious. All right, we'll good. What about dessert? What's what's the what's the all star for dessert for I you guys? I love pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin I do I love pumpkin pie with, with a little dap of ice cream on over the dap top of, of it. Cream. Either way. Vanilla ice cream. You can't go wrong either way. Yeah. It's a win win. All right. Uh so we'll, we'll wrap it up. We'll let you guys get back to your festivities. We're having a little uh Thanksgiving festivities here, so we'll get back to those. Uh happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you. Have a good one.